Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, on the monorail, can't wait to get to Phil Har Magic. I can't wait to see the new cocoa scene. As long as they have marshmallows. Welcome to episode 126 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today we will be giving the his on Philhar Magic. So what do you guys think of Philhar Magic? Alex? It's good. I think it's a I think it's a it's a fun place to um go sit down. It's that thing that I always say, like uh, you know, get out of the heat and and pick um put up your feet. Yeah, <laughs> get out of the I heat, say? pick up your feet, whatever, put up your rest, feet. Get out of the heat and rest your feet. So you know something? We need to make a shirt that says that with like, you know, yeah. on, for our with Alex's picture on it. Yeah, we just made yes. all this new. If you go to our webpage, dizhiz.com, D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com, and we created a whole bunch of new like logos. Yes. Um, so there's some really cool ones up there, and there's one Different that has theme. like D and has like D uh, Diz His in it, and has your face like all in it, you know. <laughs> Actually, someone bought that as a sticker today. No, they did not. I promise you, they did. Someone bought that as a sticker, uh, but that'll be a cool one. We, we can have your face, you know, yeah. in like the D or whatever. I, I think then, that would ruin it. Why? Because <laughs> that's a weird yeah. Well, D. it should definitely have that saying on it. Though. But we do, we have that saying, and then we have a list of all the rides at work. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> the, the people, so, you know, if you're walking around Disney and they see you with that shirt on, you can see, oh, man, like I'm tired. Which which attractions can I go on that can kind of put up my feet? And it has like the list on the. <laughs> That's a good idea. Alex approved. It's a really good idea. Yeah, it is. That is a really good idea. Uh, so what do you think, Jen? Oh, I love it just because of the whole the music and the effects of it. And it's it's always been one of my favorites to kind of pop in and see. And so high rating for me. And yeah, and I think it's um it's a really I think it's a good attraction. Right. I feel like out of all the sit down attractions that you kind of sit there and watch like a movie, I feel like this one's kind of the fanciest one. Right. I feel like I should be kind of dressed up going into this like a suit and tie, kind of like a suit and tie. Right. Kind of like Dapper Days. Dapper Days? Yeah, you know what Dapper Days is? No. What's that? That's kind of like a day, like a Disney, where you kind of get all dressed up and uh, you get all dapper. For real? Yeah. yeah. You never heard of this at all? No. Are but, you sure? Yeah. No, I haven't. But like, when is it? Because like, it'd be, it would be hot. In yeah. The, it's in the springtime. And I feel like it's something that's um, definitely more um, prominent at Disneyland than Disney World. What are you talking about, That Jen? makes sense. Because Disneyland- No, it really always, is. It was a I see cool a lot more degrees. posts about it at Disneyland. I see a bunch of people who do it here, too. If you go, Yeah, they're sweating like pigs. They are sweating sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it's cool. You get lucky or whatever. Because how do people do it back in the, like this 1820s? Like, how do they wear all that stuff outside? That's nonsense. Well, man, it's not. It's, it's a lot warmer. I mean, it's a lot. It was a lot colder back then because of global warming. <laughs> <laughs> it's ice age, also. You know, a little closer to the ice age. You know, so now things are just warming up. That's that. That's how they did it. That'd be fun, though. I yeah, yo, yeah. Up. I think it's good. And I, I think I need to. What, what we need to do is do Dapper Days and then yeah. go to Philhar Magic. Right. Right. But I definitely like Philhar Magic. I think it's a a, a cool uh, attraction, especially not, nice to take a nice like. You know, take a break out of the sun because it does get hot, obviously. Um, but let's go ahead and give it our rating with the rubric. Okay. And in one note, Jen, I'm not sure there's the rubric there. So, and Alex, you do a really good job kind of explaining this. So, why don't, you guys, why don't you go ahead? Sure. So, the first aspect of the rubric is how well does it do its job? So, how entertaining is this attraction? 
It goes from three points, as in it is a life changer. Two is it's pretty good. One is it's good enough. And zero is I don't really want to go there again. So go ahead, Jen. All right. So because of the music and, you know, the scenes from the movies, I'm going to give it a three because I I really do like it. Three. Okay. How about you, Alex? I'd give it a two. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and give it a two also because I feel like even though it's good, right? Uh, not the best, but I think it's above average. But I think I would rather, if I'm going to go to a sit-down show, I want to go to uh, Monsters, Monsters Inc. Inc. For sure. Yeah, for and sure. It's like audio, audience like interaction and stuff like that. Right. Okay. So number two, Alex? Yeah, the next part is, how badly do you want to write this again? So number three is, every time you go, you have to write it. Two points is, you'll try to write it if you can. One is, if there's no line or someone's forcing you. And zero is, I will never go on that ride again. Okay, go ahead, Jen. Um, I'll give it a two. I don't run for it, but if it's there, if the line is low, you know, I'll make an effort to do it. But how about you, Alex? See, one of the things I like about this ride is there's no line. You <laughs> yes. Know? So never that, more than like ten that, minutes, right? That goes on like above is you know get out of the heat, rest your okay. feet, and the second is there's no line that really puts it up there. But I would say I don't see myself making an effort to do it if it if it. If it happens to happen, it's good. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to give it a one. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and give it a one also. Okay, next yeah. one. Next one is overall atmosphere. How well does it do its job at transporting you to what it's supposed to be doing? It's theming. Okay. Three but- is I'm transported. I am there. Two is it does a good job, but not amazing. One is, you know, it's something. And zero is below Disney standards. Okay, Jen, go ahead. I'm going to give it a three. Because I do. I get goosebumps when I watch it. So that to me is. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Okay. How about you, Alex? Uh, I'll give it a two. It's it's a nice setup and I feel comfortable in there. And uh, the way they do some of the stuff is really cool. Okay. And I'm going to go and give it a three, actually, because I feel like the theming is right on. I feel like they do a great job kind of transporting. Mm. I feel like I need to be fancy. I feel like, you know, if I'm just walking around Disney and I go in there and knowing because I'm just wearing like this average clothes, I guess you can say, I feel like, you know, I should be wearing like a suit or something like that. Right. Okay, and the last one? The last one is an extra point if it gives it has that magic point where it's just something that's so Disneyfied um or unique that you give it that extra little point. So it's one point or zero points on this one. Okay, go ahead, Jen. Uh zero. I mean it's I like it, but I wouldn't call it like amazing. So yeah. I can give it any extra points. Jen, you just said you gave it a three for like, you know, well, game changer. No, okay. So <laughs> I like it. I definitely get goosebumps and everything like that watching it, but I wouldn't I wouldn't give it an extra point. Okay, that's fine. Go ahead, Alex. Uh not an extra point. I'm gonna go ahead and give it an extra point. Okay. Uh yeah. Uh so let's go ahead and add up the scores real quick. <laughs> so Jen, she's gonna go ahead and rate it an eight. Okay. Alex uh rated it a five. And then I'm going to rate it a two, one. Oh, I see what I did. Um seven. Wow. I gave it a five. See, if I wasn't doing this rating system, I'd give it like at least a six. I feel like a five is pretty bad. I think I, I think I would have gave it a seven. I feel like I would have gave it a seven. Jim, would you give it eight? I would have given it an eight, so it's accurate. Wow, wow. So two out of three is not too bad. Yeah, but you usually get you usually rate things low anyway. Right, but I don't give it over I don't give it a five. I would have thought Alex would have rated this higher because it is a low effort attraction. Yeah. <laughs> he can literally walk in and sit for 15 minutes. Yeah. I would have thought that in itself would have given it a couple extra points. 
I mean, there's there's rides that you can sit down, you know, go in and sit. Well, I'm gonna but say not for 15 minutes, right? I was gonna say it's a small world, but then you have to wait in that long line, so it doesn't it doesn't pay off. Hey guys, want to hear something cool? Do you want to be part of the Goof Troop? Our Goof Troop is the best and a way to help support the show. You get access to our wonderful giveaways, Discord, which is fantastic, and you can join for only $2 a month. In our Discord chat, you can interact with the hosts and some of our great members. There are Disney-themed games in our chat, streams from the park, we have a special Spotify playlist, and overall just have a lot of fun. You also get access to our live shows, which can sometimes be a little crazy. Once again, help support the show for as low as $2 a month and join the Goof Troop. Just go to dizhiz.com and on the top, there is a link. When the Disney characters you love come together, it's magic. But when they come together with classic music and movie moments you adore, let's get to the his on Philhar Magic. You'll be swept up in the middle of it all. A 3D symphony of fun for everyone. Mickey's Philhar Magic. New in the Magic Kingdom Park. Mickey's Philhar Magic is a 4D attraction at multiple Disney parks. It originally debuted in Magic Kingdom in 2003 and eventually opened at Hong Kong Disneyland, Tokyo Disneyland, Disneyland Park Paris, and Disneyland California Adventure. The 12-minute show allows fans to witness multiple hit movie characters all interacting with Donald as he tries to get everything ready for the orchestra show. I did not realize it was that California Adventure. No? You guys going to go? Because Aren't you guys going to uh, California Adventure in December? Yeah, but it can't be there now. Why? Because we've been to California Adventure several times, and I've never seen it, so it must be gone. Is no, it still there? I, mean, it could, it, I mean, it could be still be there, right? I mean, I can tell you going, this is kind of, even though it's right by the carousel, I mean, I, re- I really ever noticed it there, right? It was installed in 2019. Oh, so maybe you haven't been there since it, it's, um, since it opened there, Jim. You're, you're right. I haven't, because the last time we went was 2018. Yeah. You, you guys went that soon? Like 2018 what, you, was the last time we were at Disneyland. Wow. So how do you guys feel about the 4D like, attractions? They're all right. If they're done right. What do you mean if they're done right? Well, I mean, sometimes they're cheesy and sometimes, you know, if it brings in, if it gives you the right elements of the scene, you know, it can transport you right. Otherwise, sometimes you're just like, what? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, 4D, I like the 4D experience. I kind of like things popping out at me and kind of, you know, having things you know, like sprayed, uh-huh. you know, uh, but I'll never forget the whole time at Animal Kingdom yes. where they have um, the bug show there. Yes. You know, what, what is it? What's it called? <laughs> a bug's uh, tough to be a bug. Tough oh, yeah. to be a bug. And we were like, hey, and I probably should have told this story before. Uh, but like we were, Nick was, you know, younger and we were like, hey, should Nick go in this ride? And Mel was like, I don't know. It's kind of scary. And I was like, I don't know if it's too scary, but he ended up not going on the ride. Right. Uh-huh. And we go in there and it was one part with like all these bugs come yes. down. And it was like a, like a horror scene, right? <laughs> yeah, kids spiders drop screaming, down. Huh? The spiders drop down. Yeah, and kids are screaming everywhere. I was like, dang, it's probably a good idea that he didn't come in here. He'd been like, <laughs> you know, traumatized the rest of his life. Uh, but it was crazy. It was like bugs dropped down and like, ah, everyone yeah. was like screaming. And that's why kills, kids kill bugs. Yeah, because of that. <laughs> I think that's an underrated movie, by the way. That's a decent movie. Yeah. Yeah, I like that movie. Yeah, but that's a good example of like a 4D attraction yeah, right it is uh what other 4d attractions would you consider like you know sarn is that 4- 4d yeah we do no. we go over it in the history but yeah oh we do 
Yes. But Jen's saying no, it, it's not. 40. I know it's not. I it's wouldn't not 40. consider that. Why not? You got because the smells. There's not, you got the screen. It's the smell. You're moving. So you, you, you think that's like, that, that's like a whole nother level then? If something is popping out at me, that would be the four. In the it's 4D. not a 3D film. Therefore, it can't be 4D. But you feel like you're flying. You feel like you're there. Right. That's, uh, yeah. How, that's about, how about Flight of Passage? Should we talk about that? Yes. No. Nope. Yes. Okay. Flight, well, passage, well, well, flight passage is a 40. Okay. Because flight of Passage. Oh, int- oh, because of the thing moving. No, because you have the 3D goggles you have on. The 3D goggles on, and you have air being flown. Like they have air projected onto yeah. you. Yeah. Right? And they have the smells, too. And they have smells, and they have you moving around. So it's 40. Yeah. I know you don't like that ride, though. Who? You. I like that ride. Okay. I don't like the weight that comes with it. When Magic Kingdom opened in 1971, a theater in Fantasyland debuted an animatronic orchestra made up of various characters, from Dumbo and the Mad Hatter to Snow White and Winnie the Pooh. Mickey was the conductor of the band for the attraction known as Mickey Mouse Review. This attraction ran for nine years, being packed up in 1980 and shipped to Tokyo Disneyland, where it continued to run until 2009. It was replaced by a 3D theater and movie named Magic Journeys, which was moved to Magic Kingdom after it left Epcot to make way for Captain EO. It would only last for six years, until it was replaced by the 1997 Legend of the Lion King. This stage performance retold the story of the film using life-size puppets. The Legend of the Lion King also opened in 2004 at Disneyland Park Paris. The Magic Kingdom attraction ran for eight years before Disney decided it was not necessary. It shared too much of a similarity to the Festival of the Lion King, which opened in 1998 at Animal Kingdom. In February 2002, the attraction closed so it could be replaced with another theater attraction, Mickey's PhilharMagic. Have you guys seen, did you guys ever see any of these originals things? Mickey Mouse Review. Did you ever see that, Jen? Nope. I'm, no. I'm sitting here, and as I'm, I'm listening to you read this, I'm going, I really just don't remember what was in that spot before PhilharMagic. I know we talked about Mickey Mouse Review, Mickey Mouse Review before, but, um, and then you had the Magic Journeys, which is like, I guess it's just a, a movie showing. It was a, it was a movie. Yeah. Um, it was at Epcot which I first. Don't, I don't think I don't think I saw it, but for some reason, when as soon as you say Magic Journeys, the like terrible song comes into my head, <laughs> and I can't get it out. And then, uh, did you ever see Legend of the Lion King? No, but then when you said that, I can remember seeing the sign for that. Okay. I, I I do remember that show though. Like you I do? remember that Lion King show. Yeah, I um, don't think I ever went in there. No. Uh, I think this is when uh, uh, the play. No, maybe the play wasn't going on like on Broadway. Um, probably but, not yet no but I do think that how long was it there for it was there for blah, 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 blah. it was there for a while I believe because I think that when we went to go see that at Magic Kingdom I think they were kind of promoting the play so whenever we did eventually go maybe it probably wasn't 1997 you know yeah maybe it was some years later uh, but they were kind of promoting the play or something that was going on in New York when we went to go see it but I thought it was pretty good the, pup- the puppets were cool were um, they yeah yeah, they were cool. No memory of it at Jen, all. Jen, I probably went with you. I know. That's why when you're sitting here and you're saying this, I'm going. You know something, no. man? I think for some reason, I feel like I went with my grandparents as when they were older uh, to, to see this. But I definitely remember it. Mickey's PhilharMagic is a 4D attraction that follows Donald Duck as he chases after Mickey's sorcerer hat. Donald chases the hat through famous scenes of Disney movies, such as Beauty and the Beast, Fantasia, Lion King, and many more. It utilizes 3D glasses along with scents and water to make it a 4D experience. It wasn't the first 4D attraction at Walt Disney World. Muppet Vision 3D, due to its added smell and smoke, is considered a 4D attraction. 
Soren is not quite there, even though it does utilize sense. It is not a 3D film. Newer rides that have now become 4D favorites would be Toy Story Mania and Avatar Flight of Passage. To bring all the well-known characters to life for this attraction, it took the work of Park Imagineers working alongside the Walt Disney Feature Animation Division. Disney brought in accomplished animated director George Scribner to capture the vision of the show. He was well known for his work on Oliver and Company and The Lion King. By working alongside Disney Feature Animation, they were able to bring in the original animators for characters like Ariel and Lumiere to assist. The eventual star of the show, Donald Duck, was originally planned for only a background role. Tinkerbell was the original lead of the show, moving it from scene to scene. CEO Michael Eisner told Imagineers Tinkerbell was too sweet and Donald would be able to bring more of a comedic aspect to the story. The dialogue from the film actually came mostly from the Disney archive. This allowed the original voice actor Clarence Nash to reprise his iconic role well after his passing. The show would debut on October 8, 2003 and become one of the most popular 4D rides at Disney. I can't believe we didn't think about Muppets when we were talking about 40. Yeah, how dare you guys? You call yourself that's Disney the best. fans? Let's talk about something real quick. Okay? Uh, that is good. The Muppets is really good, right? I love the Muppets, of course. Muppets is amazing. But the, who, Tinkerbell was too sweet. Yeah, she's oh, sweet. it showed it had a completely different vibe. So well, good job, Eisner, no, he, for he uh, making that there. call. Well, he, yeah, I agree. But Tinkerbell's not sweet. She's like trying to kill Wendy throughout the whole Peter Pan. Yeah. So she's not. <laughs> and she's, not, she's trying to get that pan. That sounds more like a haunted. She'd fit more like a haunted house. She loves Peter. Um, Borderline obsession. Yeah. Talk about the fact that they used the original voice actor and they kind of like spliced his voice together to make it work for this whole thing. I think that's really cool. I mean, that's. I think uh, that you could have a job with Disney, Alex, if you're getting really good at editing like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they'd probably have people who, you know, went to college for it. But yeah. You went to the College of Hard Knocks. Yeah. <laughs> you had to deal with me. <laughs> I, should be a, I should be a doctor. Mickey is trying to get his orchestra ready for a show, but Goofy raises the curtains too early. Mickey tells Donald to set up all the instruments and to not touch Mickey's sorcerer hat that is left on the podium. Donald sets up the instruments and then tries on the sorcerer's hat. This brings the instruments to life, playing a terrible melody. Donald quiets them angrily and the instruments start to cause a whirlwind of magic while playing Mickey Mouse March. Donald then loses the hat and must pass through multiple Disney animated features trying to retrieve it. Donald passes through many scenes while their different famous songs play, like Be Our Guest from Beauty and Beast, The Sorcerer's Apprentice from Fantasia, A Whole New World from Aladdin, and many more. Donald eventually falls back into the magical whirlwind and finds himself back on stage with the whirlwind still active. Mickey returns and puts on his sorcerer's hat, using its power to stop the ordeal. Just as the music almost stops, Donald is knocked into a tuba, and with the last note is launched across the theater, crashing through the back wall with his rear end and high legs hanging out for the guests to see. The animatronic eventually falls through the giant hole and the curtains close. I love this show. I yeah, really that part, do. That's my, that's my favorite part of the show. That is your favorite part. Do you guys like look in anticipation? Like before it happens, you're like, I'm going to go look back there and watch it happen. <laughs> I do, actually. Do you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> what are you waiting to see the animatronic like yeah. into place? And then also, I also like looking and watching on people who don't turn around thinking like nothing's happening. And then they don't know that there's something actually happening <laughs> like behind this, them. Like that's their first time on the uh, Right. And they don't know they should look around. You're like, and then, you're like, hey, you should be looking this way now. And then, <laughs> and then when they look around, and, they, and I kind of like the, you know, you can, you can hear Donald up there stuck in the tuba. Right. You can hear him like, you know, this doing his Donald stuff, like, <laughs> making all the weird noises, you know? Yeah. How's that go again? <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's not fun to make fun of someone with a speech impediment. Come on. I love Donald. He's probably one of my... Uh, Top, top five. four. He's in the top four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I like Donald. I like how grouchy he is. He's my spirit animal. Is he? Yeah. You're not very grouchy. You're not very grouchy though. I'm very. No, a, a I humbug. definitely don't think he's your. I don't think he's your spirit animal. Bah humbug. I think Goofy more is yours. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I so think what, there's probably somebody a little more melancholy. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for chat to light up with all of the examples of your spirit animal. Who, Alex? Yes. Well, I mean, my nickname when I worked at a fast food restaurant was Sloth. <laughs> well, I was going to say, listen, Steve said Eeyore, and I was going to say yeah. Eeyore. Yeah, Sloth? Yeah, because I'm so slow. <laughs> Do you mean you are so? Can you not work on that? <laughs> like, when people call you Sloth, don't you think, like, maybe I should move a little faster? <laughs> you know, I go to the pace or I go live at. up to the name. My Maybe wife gets so mad, I have to put my shoes on before we leave the house. Oh my gosh, that's the worst. <laughs> hey, Alex, go play basketball. We have to take 30 minutes to put your shoes on. It's I want to make sure I tie my shoe to the laces tight. Oh my gosh, you're or you are slow for sure. What were you saying, Jen? I don't even remember. So, what is your favorite scenes in the whole thing? The tuba is mine. Ooh, 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 yeah, I'll, I have... Jen, you have your hand raised. <laughs> My favorite scene in the entire thing is the Peter Pan scene. Like when they clear the clouds and yeah. they're flying over Big Ben. I just, I love it. It's like hands down my favorite. Yeah, I don't really know my favorite. I feel like I've seen this a lot, but I can't remember every scene too much. Okay, come on. Amount, there's, I, there's, I mean, I know, what, um, I know what happens, but I don't know like the details that would make it like my favorite. Lion King. There's Little Mermaid. Aladdin. I like Little Mermaid. Is he wearing like uh, snorkeling gear? Is he? Yes. Because he gets electrocuted at the end. Because, you know, he thinks he's going to kiss Ariel, but he kisses an electric eel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic Donald trying to get some lady lips. (laughs) The Magic Kingdom attraction became quite a hit. And in 2005, Hong Kong Disneyland debuted along with their own Mickey's PhilharMagic. Six years later in 2011, Tokyo Disneyland opened up another Mickey's PhilharMagic, which actually replaced the Mickey Mouse Review. That was originally at Magic Kingdom. There wasn't another version of the attraction built till 2018 when Disneyland Park Paris replaced the guest experience Star Wars Path of the Jedi, which was previously the attraction's Disney and Pixar short film Honey, I Shrunk the Audience and Captain EO. The latest Mickey's PhilharMagic to be opened was in 2019 at Disney's California Adventure. This took over the Sunset Showcase Theater, which housed Muppet Vision 3D and, for the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along celebration. On July 17, 2021, Disney California Adventure received an update adding an additional scene based on the Pixar film Coco. The musical number On Poco Loco is used as Donald joins characters from Coco. On November 12th, Magic Kingdom's Mickey PhilharMagic will reopen after its month-long refurbishment, with the Coco scene added as well. So I'm sitting here going in my head, we tend to skip the attractions at, when we're out at Disneyland. We tend to skip the attractions we have here for obvious reasons, right? Right, 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 right. So... We wouldn't probably go see PhilharMagic mm-hmm. because we have it here. Yeah. But I don't know that I will be back in Magic Kingdom before we go to Disneyland, which means I'm now going to have to go to PhilharMagic out there to see the Coco because edition? I want to see the Coco scene. I can't wait to see the Coco scene. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm either. very excited for that. Yeah, I love Coco. And not only that, Jen, it has to be a little bit different when you go out there, right? If you've never been there before, it has to be a little bit different. So I feel like that one might be a good one to go see. It's hard to convince everybody else to do that. I don't think so. I mean, that it's it's a replica. It's a replica almost. It's exactly the same. Okay. There's rides that are different, but there's so many rides that are unique to being out there. You don't waste your time. Mm -hmm. The benefit is that it's at California Adventure, and a lot of people call that a half day park. 
So oh snap, what a burn. (laughs) So if uh if we have the ability to and we're not running around from Incredicoaster and um Guardians and whatnot. How's that a half day park, Jen? There's only two parks there. So it's like one and a half parks there. I feel like you definitely have to spend like all day at it, right? We well, I mean, I guess it depends on your ride preference. I mean, we'll spend all day there Mm -hmm. because we don't have it at home and most of those rides are you know, ones that we don't have. So we'll ride everything two or three times. Cause we'll do what was max pass, which is now, you know, genie plus, but that we'll have the ability to ride everything multiple times with it. I just can't wait to see the cocoa. Yeah. I mean, I saw some video on it. Adam was saying some marshmallows. What about it? Oh, <laughs> not hot cocoa. I, I mean, I do want some hot cocoa, but, uh, I, th- I think I saw the probably I've, I saw it on YouTube also, and it looks really cool. Yeah, they have some like scene, little little clips and stuff. Looks yep. Good. Why All do right. you like watching it in advance? Just be but it's excited. A clips. It's little clips. I, I mean, you've seen that. the movie. It's not. It's the same thing as it's just Donald interrupting a movie. Jen, you know me, and you know I have high anxiety. So to me, you think that there's going to be like a jump scare? Like, you, you like that know. Mel Brooks? You movie? never know what what Mel Brooks jump scare. High anxiety. He has a movie. I've never seen it. That oh. one. I think that's the name of it. Quick fire, quick facts, let's go. The film is shown on the largest purpose-built 3D screen ever made at 150 feet wide. Mickey's Philhar Magic at Magic Kingdom was actually at one point sponsored by Kodak between 2003 and 2012. The Tokyo and Paris versions are sponsored by Japan Airlines and Air France. In the lobby, don't miss out on multiple posters for various films like Three Caballeros and multiple fictional ones. The Disneyland Park Paris version has a slight change to the ending. After Donald shoots through the back wall, no animatronic is seen. Instead, Minnie can be heard thanking guests for coming to the show. Coco's original composer, Jermaine Franco, produced a unique Coco score for Mickey's Magic. Pretty cool. Uh, so I see right here you wrote uh, the three Caballeros. Caballeros? Yeah. And multiple Caballeros. fictional ones. So yeah. the three Caballeros, those are real? Well, that's a, that's a real movie. <laughs> but the other ones are fictional posters. Okay. There's a whale, the big whale. Uh, from um, I can see from Pinocchio, but yeah, I think maybe or something along those lines. I can see some of the posters, but I can't think of them specifically. Oh, I know so when you're I, saying fictional movies. Yeah, when I wrote that, I I understand what you when I wrote that, I was like, but they're fictional. But yes, the, the, the Three Caballeros is an actual movie, but the other posters are fictional movies on char- with characters from other things. We here at Disney think Mickey's Philharmonic is an amazing attraction. It's comfortable sitting and short line make it a great break from the heat. It has all the classic Disney scenes and music you would want from a fun sing-along. We can't wait to visit the park and see the newly added Coco scene. Ever roll out of bed and feel like being a little bad? Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company has you covered with their Villain Wax Melt line. The Sea Hag Melt will have you wanting to use that body language like Ursula with its bouquet of roses, lily, lilacs, and sweet violets with undernotes of musk. If you feel like you're going to have a meltdown like Hades, throw in the Wax Melt Ruler of the Underworld, which will fill your home with smells of lavender, rosemary, lemon verbena, cinnamon, coriander, leather, amber, and hints of smoke. Or, if you just feel like you are just the evilest one of all, get yourself the Mistress of Evil Melt. These Maleficent-inspired melts will release a woodsy scent with its crisp pine needles, white fir, clove, patchouli, oak, and sugar pine. No matter how you're feeling, make sure to visit MagicallyScented.com to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by three cheeky chicks. 
there are plenty of holiday sales that will allow you to buy any smell that fits your attitude. That's three cheeky chicks at magicallyscented.com. This is this is review. Review. So yeah, D plus this week was Nightmare Before Christmas. And uh, so let's talk a little bit about Nightmare Before Christmas. I was actually talking about with this my wife. You know, I know that we did a history on Nightmare Before Christmas, yes. right? Uh, but once again, let's just have this conversation. Is it a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? It is a October through December movie. I agree with you. I agree with you. Go ahead, Jen. Yes. 100%. What are you going like this it for? Because it's, oh, okay, okay. it's on the nose. It's on the nose. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You ever played you play charades before? Oh, I've never done that before. Um, it is completely acceptable to watch that anytime from October 1st through December 25th. Now, have I watched it other parts of the year? Yes. Yes, I have. That's, a, that's one of your favorite movies. It's one of my favorite movies. It's one of my daughter's favorite movies. She's actually going to be Sally for Halloween. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I can't wait to see pictures of that. Um, but I, it's definitely a good movie. I love Tim Burton, right? Yep. It's on D+. Go yep. check it out. Uh, also, uh, we, my mom got me this really cool... Uh, Jack, like thing that kind of hangs down. It looks really cool. I mean, I have to post oh, pictures on the, social like, media. Like the five foot one. Yeah, you got it. We we have that and Sally. Yeah, you got Sally too. Yeah. Sally has. Is it so? There's one like that, but Sally. Yes. Okay, but it's really cool looking, right? I'll, I'll post it on social media. Uh, but right now we have it up for Halloween. But uh-huh. all I gotta do is put throw a Santa a, hat on it. You put a Santa hat on it. Boom! It's there for. <laughs> it's a Christmas decoration. It's really cool. Uh, but I definitely do like this movie. I feel like they don't give it enough love in the parks. You yeah. see a lot over, you see Nightmare Before Christmas stuff over it, like Mickey's not so scary and Blue Dash I mean, and all that. We've talked about it, but they've done him dirty with the, the costume. Yes. Yeah. The, I, but they, they did a better job with that puppet for the show. That puppet's amazing. That puppet was really uh, good. Ah, so cool. Yeah. Just very, very much, almost worth the price of admission just to see that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it's a another really good reason. I hadn't really had a desire to go to Boobash this year because they don't really have that. Well, hopefully, you know, um, the regular Nightmare Before Christmas, I mean, not Nightmare Before Christmas, but hopefully the regular Halloween party will start, will come back next year, right? Do you think yeah, it will, I'll, Jen? Say, I'll say so. Do you think it will? I hope, I hope so. There's some I things... mean, it all depends on how many people, um, you know, what their attendance is like with the increased prices and less perks this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope the regular Halloween party does come back to Walt Disney World. Um, but I feel like, I mean, I mean, I guess over at Disneyland, they also have the overlay, Nightmare yes. Before Christmas overlay yes, for I Haunted do. Mansion, right? Very, but, very excited which for is, that. Which is up between October and December, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. It is live right now. Oh, I wish they would do something over here for Nightmare Before Christmas. It doesn't have to yeah. be the overlay because I doubt the overlay will come here, right? Because I'm sure if it would, I mean, why wouldn't it have? Why wouldn't it be here already? Right. If it was going to be here, so yeah, yeah. there's got to be something. The reason why they're not bringing it over here, um, but I would like to see something Nightmare Before Christmas in the parks over yes. here in, in Orlando. I think right? it's justified. I mean, people. I mean, if you stop every Disney goer and you ask me like the movie, I think like eight out of ten people will be like, "Yes, that movie is amazing." Mm, yeah, I agree with I you. I mean, so like, why not have a themed Oogie Boogie ride? Like, yeah, man, a dark cool. Oogie Boogie ride, like. I'm not saying get rid of Space Mountain, but I'm saying if you turn Space Mountain into Oogie Boogie Ride, I mean, that'd be awesome. 
Mm-hmm. But Space Mountain is such an iconic ride. I'm not saying I know, to play Space okay, Mountain. Okay, I, I, I literally just said that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, not only do Nightmare Before Christmas, you know, not only is it in a movie, not only do you see some like overlays in the park or whatever, and at Mickey's Not So Scary, but also in the, the Kingdom Hearts games, yes, uh, there's um, you can see some of the Nightmare Before Christmas stuff in the games. Yeah. Have you played those games? I have not. You should play with Emma. She might, she might like it. In the near future, yeah. We probably should try those. What were we going to say, Jen? So two things. The very first time that there was any representation of that movie was at, it was a fall. It was several years ago and it was at Disney Springs. Um, they had a Jack and Sally meet and greet and which is kind of weird because to have it at that, you know, not in a park where you have paid admission. Um, but we decided to go. Cause of course you guys know, that's one of my favorite movies as well. And try to get there, you know, in a decent amount of time, they closed the line down because it went to, it was four hours. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, and it was creepy. Um, Jack Skellington, you know, with the mouth and all that. Yeah. I think it was like really long wait when we went too. Maybe that was, yeah. Maybe I was, they perpetually now, and they did have meet and greets thereafter at, uh, not so scary and was, typically one of the longest lines i mean the lines for the characters just because it's unique interactions Mm -hmm. was always long at those parties especially not so scary but jack and sally always had a very very long line i feel like you can just go to those parties and just go meet characters because you'll be waiting in line most of the night you won't be able to go on attractions or anything it's an option for sure um the coolest thing that i've seen with that movie was we were on a um a halloween on the high seas cruise and they had a midnight showing of nightmare and it was a little interactive towards the end um there was like a big confetti burst but what was really cool was the very last scene you know where jack and sally kind of embrace the characters came up on the stage meaning on a platform they raised them up so they kind of took their place in that last scene. Mm-hmm. And then both of the characters ran up the aisles of the movie theater and out. And we're doing a meet and greet right after the end of the movie. And that was just really, really cool, mm. um, especially for people who like that movie. So, of course, you know, I was in heaven. Yeah. But that was probably the most unique um interaction, I guess, that we've had with that movie. But you're right. I mean, really, it, it's. It's got such a, I wouldn't even call it a cult following because it's really a mainstream following. It, it, it was at one point, I would say, but now it's becoming more and more mainstream, right? Yes. And I think that it would be really awesome, you know, kind of think about maybe put, putting it in the parks is that there's been talk of them doing it again, like off first, you know, like a updated version of it. Ugh, really? No, don't mess with something that's already then, good. Then maybe, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, they maybe. wanted to do a second one and, and he said no. Um, oh really tim burton tim burton said okay. no i'm not gonna we're not gonna do that and you know if you do like this movie definitely check out on netflix the movies that netflix? made us oh okay, okay because okay, they okay. have a night before christmas movies that made us episode do, and yep. it is awesome hey this is aj for the d plus club where we cover all things disney plus each week i'll bring you the latest news and rumors as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the disney streaming service in the u.s and in the uk and each week we have a weekly movie club where between november 1st and 7th We'll be returning to our MCU series for Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast.
You can find the D Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms with new episodes every Sunday. See you there. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com and listen to all the other awesome podcasts as well as Diz Is. Do you need to go on a trip? Do you hate the hassle of organizing a vacation? Well, say Hakuna Matata and call Matthew over at Travel by Chewy. He is an expert who can arrange itineraries from a relaxing Hawaiian getaway to an exciting theme park adventure. The best part is his services are free. Call him at 507-261-9773. That was 507-261-9773. And just let him know Diz has sent you. Niels wants to know. Hey guys, it's time for another Niels wants to know. As we are now in between the Halloween and Christmas seasons, which one is your favorite to celebrate in the Disney parks? Let's hear your opinions. That's kind of a hard question. That is not a hard question. You don't think so? It's not really Christmas, a hard that's question. for sure. But you're going you're gonna, you're gonna to say Halloween, obviously. Yes, right? Halloween. It's not Christmas. Okay. Jen, go ahead. I don't know if I can answer that. <laughs> you, you had to pick one. What would it be? Is Thanksgiving on this too? No. Thanksgiving, we <gasps> go in as pilgrims. Oh, but I like them equally for different reasons. Yeah, okay. That's I, I, I see. That's what I'm with also, right? Is I do like them equally, but for different reasons, right? Uh, what do you? I'm, I'm sure my reasons are similar to yours. Go ahead, Jen. What are your reasons? Why do you like them the same, but for different reasons? So fall is my favorite time of the year, hands down, and Halloween truly is my favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. So the first time that you walk into Magic Kingdom and it's all decorated or the night that you walk in for not so scary, you know, that's like, okay, this is it. It's really fall, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, and, for sure. and you just the whole night, I just enjoy every aspect of it. But I really don't kind of count Christmas as being Christmas season until I have actually gone to Disney parks and experienced all the Christmas stuff there. I love it. I love the music on Main Street, you know, just walking down, seeing the castle all, you know, beautiful and sparkly and, you know, all of the other things. So I really think overall, thinking about all of our different parks, I do enjoy Christmas more there. Really? I I do, even though Halloween is my favorite holiday. What about you? Okay, so, you know, I like the Mickey's Not So Scary. I would say I was never really a big fan of Halloween until I started experiencing Halloween at Disney, right? Uh, Halloween was something that I was never really a huge fan of, but, you know, I went to Disney. uh, They have all the decorations. Mickey's Not So Scary, super cool. I love Halloween at Disney, right? If you were to take Disney away from Halloween, whatever, I'm not... I'm not, I would say I'm not a huge fan of it, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Christmas, you can go ahead and take, you know, Disney away from Christmas. I'm still going to like Christmas. Um, uh, but I do, so I guess what, I guess I'm with Jen. I think I'm going to like Christmas more than the Halloween at the parks. And the reason why is because of the kind of what I just explained. I like both of them at Disney, right? I would say, uh, so I think that is what's going to move Christmas up just a little bit is that I would enjoy Christmas even if it wasn't at the parks. But, Love the theming of Halloween at the parks. Love the theming of Christmas at the parks. I do more with the with the Christmas spirit at the parks, I would say. Right? Because you got Epcot. I love going around the world, seeing how all the different countries 
you know, celebrate Christmas. I love going to candlelight at the parks. Uh, I do more with Christmas at the parks, even though I love, I think the Halloween party is the best party at Disney. Uh-huh. So, or an after hour event. Right. More options makes it something you like better. Like before all these Star Wars movies came out, I was a big Star Trek fan. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, if Star Wars released more movies, I become more of a Star Wars fan because there's more Star Trek content. Mm-hmm. Now I like Star Wars as much as like Star Trek because there's just more content. Okay. So there's more Christmas content for you to experience, which puts it yes. above okay. Halloween. Yeah. Not by much, though. Not by much. Let's hear, let's hear what Niels has to say. What, what do you think he's going to say? Let's take a little guess. I, I think Christmas. I think he's going to say Christmas, too. He seems like a jolly Ooh, Okay, fellow. I'll be the oddball, and I'll say I bet he does Halloween. The oddball, a.k.a. the wrong one? My favorite season at Disneyland Paris is Halloween. Halloween still is quite an American celebration. It's getting more popular here in Europe, but, well, it's not a big thing for most people. So, for me, it's quite special to have a park that celebrates Halloween for five weeks. And I love all the pumpkins and and how Disney gives their villains some extra attention this season. Talking about Halloween, do you know what skeletons order at the restaurant? Spare ribs. Bye-bye. Oh, (laughs) That's pretty cool, Dad. That's pretty interesting. Oh, man, Jim was right. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess he said that it's becoming more popular. Halloween's becoming more popular in Europe. So I guess it wasn't really that much of a thing, I guess. It's really interesting how different cultures celebrate different things. Right. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Alex, what did you do in the world of Disney slash news? So, I know this is this. I'm episode... surprised. First off, I'm surprised that you're ready. Oh, I'm ready. Okay, I'm I'm ready. <laughs> I've been mentally trying to figure it out all day what I did this week in Disney, but I know this episode's actually coming out next Tuesday, which is after Halloween. Okay, but um, we you know we got my daughter's being Sally, my son's being Spider Man, which mm-hmm. works because Marvel. Okay, and um, I'm actually wearing a Jack Skeleton shirt. And my wife made a Spider Gwen shirt for herself. Okay. For that. Um, also, we watched Under Wrap, which came out oh, about cool. a month ago, maybe. That's like, like the new, like the newer version. The newer or, version, yeah. right? I love the movie growing up, and mm-hmm. uh, we showed it to my daughter. I think during the summer, and she liked it. And then we found the new one was coming out, so we planned a whole like, we did a whole thing last week where we ordered pizza and we watched the movie, and it's decent. It's a good one. It's uh, you know, it's not as good as original. Mm-hmm. I would say, but you know. I mean, nostalgia, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's it's decent. It's okay. decent. What else? And that is it. Any Bluey? I mean, you know, I try not to talk about Bluey every episode, but he, of course. <laughs> I need to watch it. I need to watch it. You need to watch You know, your son starts to like it now. Yeah, I know. I need you to watch it. Watch it, man. That meme you sent me of. Uh, with the dad? The, you know, we're all doing well until they compare to this, this guy. Is he really that good? In the show? Yeah. But he's, uh, we were. Who's so, better? A Bluey, like Bluey dad or Dan, Tan, uh, Dan Tanner from Bluey Full dad. House? Bluey dad. Really? Yeah, I'd okay. say so. They said, you know, it's not that he's a yes and kind of guy. So the kids do everything, but he's a yes and. Not okay. like a no, don't. He's a yes and. Okay. I'm a no, don't. Are, is Bluey, okay, are those dogs Australian Shepherds? They are They are blue healers. Okay. And red healers. So it's a because healer family. Because my, my son tried to tell me they're Aussies, and I'm like, no. first of all, you're 12. How do you even know about this show? And then I remembered, wait a minute. 
I think Alex is one of the show's biggest fans, so I guess H doesn't matter. <laughs> H does not matter. <laughs> and no, they're not they're not Aussies. There is an Aussie on the show, and you know what? I'm blanking on the name, and I'm really embarrassed because I should know the name of the you Aussie. You call yourself a fan. <laughs> Blue, be very disappointed. I know. Okay, Jen, how about you? Uh, not a whole heck of a lot, but I did sit down with the family, and we did watch the Muppets Haunted Mansion. Okay, that was pretty good, right? What you guys uh, think? Very much liked it. And I will say this about that. I am one of those people that doesn't like change. Mm-hmm. But if you got rid of the Haunted Mansion holiday overlay, the nightmare one, yeah. after I go see it this year, of course, because I've only seen it a couple times. But and you put a Muppets overlay on it for the holidays, I would totally accept They that. should just bring the Muppets over here, do the overlay from Muppets over here. They could do that too. I think, and I would completely be there day one to see it because yeah. I really enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I think we also talked about that in uh, our Discord for a little bit. I think that would be a great idea. Yeah. What else, Jen? Uh, that's pretty much it. It's kind of this this time of the year is crazy for us. We don't really get a lot of downtime, so hopefully, maybe after Halloween we will. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's Jen's motto. Yeah. Like, hopefully soon. Things aren't crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's never. It's never. Uh, no, no, I want to bring up something about the Haunted Mansion also, the yes. Muppets. It was, a, it was a perfect length, right? It wasn't too long. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. long. It was like this perfect, like a perfect length too. Yeah. Okay. So you guys ask me what I did or? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're done. That's it. That's it for the Diz His. What did you do? So uh, I did something kind of big. Okay. So we were going to buy our annual passes, right? Okay. But we could not buy our annual passes online so because we weren't going to drive out there. Because if we were to go out there and buy our annual passes, uh, you have to make park reservations. So we didn't want to go out there and then not has, have res- reservations, right? So I talked to someone at Disney, called Disney, because I wanted to go ahead and like get them. You know, I wanted to get our annual passes back. Um, but they, she said what we can do was all you got to do is buy a day ticket, right? And then you go there and then you upgrade your day ticket to an annual pass. Right. So what we did was that we bought three day passes to Magic Kingdom. We're going in December. Right. So this is our first time back to Disney in like two years, uh-huh. which is super exciting. You know, we were going once, twice a month pre-pandemic. Right. What and, day? Uh, December 11th. Oh, is that third ticket for me? No. My birthday. I know it's your birthday. <laughs> Sorry, we're going to Disney that day. We're not going to be <laughs> celebrating with you. But so we bought our day tickets to Disney and we're going to upgrade to our annual passes when we get there. Right. Right. We're going to get the pirate passes, I think they are, which I'm really excited about because we get to go in the summer now, even though it's like super hot in the summer, but we're off Ugh. in the summer. So my plan is to go during the summer, but also go to the water parks. You have the so, water parks available? What do you, what do you They're mean? on there? They're mm-hmm. available No, to but I'm going to upgrade them to water oh, parks okay. when, when that time comes. Right. You know? Uh, so I'm going to be able to be like, okay, I'm going to go to Disney in the morning or whatever, and then hit the water park, you know, when it starts getting hot. Yeah. Because I've never been to the water parks either. Me either. Yeah, but I'm super excited about getting back out to Disney. We're actually going to be staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge that night. Nice. Uh, so well, I'm going to be uh, at Animal Kingdom Lodge. We're going to go to Magic Kingdom. Hopefully we can get reservations. I heard sometimes you can get reservations, I guess, day of to to other parks, not Magic Kingdom. So hopefully we can get like Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom or something like that. We'll have to see. Uh, but you, ex- shouldn't, you shouldn't have that much of a problem getting day of reservations. Well, I hope That's what we've encountered. I can't wait. Uh, now, fun fact, yeah. you're going to be in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. And that same day, I'm going to be in Disneyland. Oh, that's crazy. We might have to go ahead and FaceTime with each other. You guys yeah. you, sh- you guys should Skype and get on Haunted Mansion at the same exact time as if you're riding together. I think oh, Alex yeah. should go to Disneyland Paris. So then we can be at three parks. Oh, there we go. You go with Niels. I'll go over there. I'll stay with Niels for a week. Yeah. I'm always invited. 
Yeah, yeah, and, uh, I'm sure he'll be fine with it. That'd be that's not a good plan. Uh, but we are gonna get the Disney Genie, I think, pass for our first time back. Yeah, I mean, do it up, try man. Try it out. Yeah, so I'm, gonna, up. I'm gonna go ahead and try it out. And not only that, in our Discord, I'm thinking, I'm not sure if I'm gonna stream that day, you know, because uh, I just found out yesterday that in our Discord chat, which we have our Patreon chat, right, is that I can stream to Discord. So probably not that time, but I'm we're gonna be going a bunch. Yeah, to enjoy Disney. yourself. Yeah, that first time I'm not going to be maybe at the um, resort. I'll stream there, you know, say hi to everyone. Uh, but I'm going to be streaming in our Discord, uh, you know, at the park. So, but I am looking forward to getting out there and like streaming for our Patreon members. And uh, yeah, I'm going to, you can edit this out also, but I'm going to do a thing where if we get to 10,000 likes on Instagram, I'm going to ride. Why are we editing Everest. this out? I don't know. So that's to his on Philhar Magic. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHis65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHis. made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply.